Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. My question. We've seen Shmurda come come back from jail. You know, he's released a couple songs. Mm-hmm. They've had relative success, right? Mm-hmm. Very related. Have... All right, so not, the question is... Mm-hmm. Did he drop the ball coming out of jail? Like, did he already miss his initial wave of coming out of jail hype? And do you think he can regain that level of hype again? Musically? technology today don't ask me why i feel like that song was really ahead of its time and not so much the sound of it because that song kind of aged horribly but as far as like just the like during that time i didn't know what the fuck justin timberlake was talking about because like that's my friend sam like i didn't know what the fuck justin you have friends shut up nigga you know, first of all, you know I got friends because you be needed to use the car, and the car ain't here because I'm hanging out, and you be asked out. Then you find out, all right? Do I have to put up the, the fuck around and find a chart? Side note: that's a that's a very golden meme right there. I love that meme because it, it, I feel like it always applies now. The, the freaking, oh, of the course, it's perfect. The, it's perfect, perfect. You know what I'm saying? But I digress. I didn't know what the fuck Justin Timberlake was talking about when he was like, "I'm tired of using technology." Because I don't think we really, I think we were still in the MySpace era. So it wasn't really prominent like it is now. But today, you could use that. Like a nigga could be like, yo, holla at somebody on Tinder or follow somebody on, on Instagram or Twitter or something. And then want to just like meet that person in person. You know what I'm saying? I'm tired of using technology. You know what I mean? Niggas might have been ahead of their time a little bit. You know what I mean? What'd you think? No. Very, very detailed, scathing, you know, response right there. Um, the I can, mighty, I can, mighty bloodbath. I can see that you want me to expound on this. So, bloodbath, can you do something for me? So, if niggas saying that they tired of technology, I don't know. Tired of using technology. So, uh, thank you for correcting me. If niggas saying that they're tired of using technology. I don't feel like it directly correlates to that song. If like I don't think that song started the phrasing that the that like it is not the same context, but it says, Hey yo, I'm tired of using technology. Why don't you sit down on top of me? He's literally saying, I'm tired of hitting you on the BBM. You know what I'm saying? I'm tired of text messaging. I want you to meet me in the flesh. I want contact. I want to see what you smell like. I would like to talk to you in person. A lot of niggas can't even do shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Niggas don't even move like that these days. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I feel like niggas might have been ahead of their time, but I think that wasn't at a time where niggas was like, yo, niggas don't even know how to make like like relationships in person no more. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I think that song was ahead of its time. Not so much the sound, but the message. You know what I'm saying? What they was talking about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So really profound stuff right here. And I wasn't even high. I was sober. Sober energy. You feel me? So your sober energy told you to listen to that song. Yeah. Weirdly enough, I wanted to sample it for a beat. And not a drill beat either. You'd be surprised. Okay. So. Or a Philly drill beat. If, you know, they, they sample it pretty flagrant, flagrantly now too. If you're saying this strictly about the context, then sure. Maybe the song was ahead of its time. Maybe they were talking about, the, maybe they were just so influential. And I, maybe, maybe I'm the problem. Who knows? 
I'm possible. You might be. I'm possible to being open to being the problem here. Maybe, maybe I just didn't open my eyes to to this situation. Yeah, you know, you don't really support black businesses either. You don't. You don't got all the headphones I've seen. You never had no Beats by Dre's. You never even had the SMS, the Fifty Cent joints. You damn sure had some AirPods though. Are you putting money in the white man's hands? Hmm. Hmm. I literally own a pair of the Rock's headphones. What's bad is the next sentence for me is going to be the rock has headphones. <laughs> it just erases everything I say. Exactly. Talking about some, I don't support the black man. <laughs> I support like the, the most famous black man in the world. I don't support the black man. Technically, I mean, technically he is, even though, you know, he ain't on the pro black stuff, but he is black. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we support his tequila too. I, I'm not even Sarah a drinker. Yeah. yeah. I wear, I have, I think I have. One of almost everything he sells except for shoes. And I don't drink energy drinks, so I'm just I'm not gonna do for that. Sure. But yeah. I, if you're it, gonna do it, do it do it right. Yeah. Do it naturally. The tequila, I have mm-hmm. one of his hoodies at one of his shirts. He does make good gear, good logos. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's it's just a bull. It's it's hard to mess up. For sure. No, and it's fire too, because you know where to put it. Yep. You know what I mean? Without being on that bullshit. Sure. Hey, hey man. Um, yeah, I don't think I own those socks yet, but I mean I might as well give me a pair of socks. And I'm pretty sure his shoes, I never really looked for to, rock, by to the rocker armor. style. So they're more performance shoes. I figured that. And yeah. even when he did dress nice, well, like when when he was wrestling, he would wear the, rock the cool Versace shirts mm-hmm. or like a No Mercy. I always loved having him wear the, uh, I don't know if it was Adidas, but the, the black and, and white stripe joint. Mm-hmm. Like even then, he was still wearing freaking combat boots underneath them shit. So yeah. it never but was shoes. You gotta say this though. I've never seen nobody else with boots like the Rock wore in wrestling. He was the only one who's had the calf cut out in the back. Yeah. Nobody else ever. I've never seen nobody else attempt that look. The you know, calf cut out. And that's almost because, you know, like you look at it now when they try to wear some shit like that now, it would look kind of spicy. But because yeah. the Rock was just had so much swag. Yeah. Like, and it, I mean, he was in the league where a lot of niggas, you know, wrestled shirtless and underwear. Yeah. But just, just, just trunks, what it is. Just trunks, it's elbow normal. pads. And boots. That was it. Yeah, it's crazy when like John Cena is one of the most the most dressed guys in the whole. <laughs> yeah, long ass jean shorts and shit. Yeah, and sneakers. But but nah, for sure. Like it was, niggas never even questioned. He might be the prince of of wrestling. Why, prince? How is he like? Because prince? prince had pants with the ass cut out, and niggas don't question prince. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't think that correlates. I don't think. The, the calf to ass correlation. Well, you want to take it even further, he might be the Bugs Bunny of wrestling. Why? Universally loved. You feel me? With The Rock having the calves cut out in his boots, that's a little spicy. And Bugs Bunny used to full on make out with other male, male cartoons, and niggas never questioned it. You know what I'm saying? Bugs Bunny was my nigga, and I fully, whenever he jumped into a dress, I was like, he gonna kiss on my front, and it's cool. I, I don't think nothing weird about this. Nothing weird about this. He's just trying to escape. When he fully could escape without kissing another, kissing a nigga with the gun. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna just go into the show. This is the whole thing. You bucking your old head out. Yeah, you don't, you don't even know how to handle the, the, the intelligence being dropped right now. I would like to thank you for making this far into the episode without us doing an intro because my co host, the great Quan of the Dead, was, <laughs> was determined to keep saying irrelevant and random. Next, things. you're gonna call me Quan Richard. Nah, nah. <laughs> um, thank you again for tuning into the podcast. Uh, it's broken to a couple parts. That initial part is not a real part. He I just kept lie. talking. Quan of the Dead might be one of my favorite ones. <laughs> not maybe one of my favorite ones. Really, and, it, and, and, and it has no context. It makes no sense anywhere. But just in my head, I'm just going to be like, Quan of the Dead. <laughs> no Whatever you play any zombie game now, that's what you're going to call yourself. Yeah, that's what's going to make it worse. Because like, yo, what if like, what if like we get invited to another like somebody's birthday and they playing video games or some shit and this is a zombie game? I'll be like, oh yeah, hand me the sticks, man. I got this shirt. They call me Quan of the Dead. <laughs> I'm definitely doing that, bro. I, I know you will. I'm confident. Especially when that. I get an Oculus, because I plan one of these days, sometime this decade, I, I plan to get an Oculus. Okay. They look mm-hmm. a lot like a lot of fun, and I definitely want to play zombie games just so I can be shooting shit. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And I'll definitely be Quan of the Dead. Quan of the Dead. Anyway. The show's broken to a couple parts. You got hip hop shenanigans, aka Quan, so a part of the show. I, 
You got actual battle review. Then you got our closing remarks and artist of the week. This week, I actually remembered hip hop shenanigans. Do the, you remember the, the topic that I wanted to talk about? Oh, you got a topic off the dome? Yeah, it was about uh, Bobby Schmurda. Remember, I brought it to you a couple of days and I said, I'm going to forget this. Mm-hmm. And I tried my hardest to not forget. And I didn't forget. Oh, yeah. I slightly remember, but bring it back up because I, okay. I, I slightly forgot. I too. mean, I'm going to bring, bring it up from the top anyway for people listening. Gotcha. My question. We've seen Shmurda come, come back from jail. You know, he's released a couple songs. Mm-hmm. They've had relative success, right? Mm-hmm. Very related. Have. All right. So not, the question is. Mm-hmm. Did he drop the ball coming out of jail? Like, did he already miss his initial wave of coming out of jail hype? And do you think he can regain that level of hype again? Musically, yes. Image-wise, no. Because he's managed to still stay in the tabloids and whatnot with people like WAC 100 constantly mentioning him in, um, in clubhouses and talking about him dancing and whatnot, you know, I mean, even the, during the summertime, the Hoochie Daddy shorts was a big thing. And Bobby Schmurter was kind of the, the forefront of that. Mm-hmm. Literally had a song called Hoochie Daddy. Mm-hmm. Funny enough, I would think that he would be trying to, like, really capitalize on this, um the Philly drill wave because his joint, Hoochie Daddy, was kind of more in that vein mm-hmm. before, like, right before it really got popular. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know if it was because, you know, because he's really from that. He's really not trying to go back to jail, so he's really kind of like leaving the aggressive stuff alone. Even though he does have some tracks like that, you know, leave it to Doughboy to, to bring to bring the gangster still out of Bobby Shmurda. Of course. But as far as his own stuff, I feel like he's kind of staying away from like just the aggressive shit. You know what I'm saying? So maybe, you know, but even with that, it's not what the streets really want from Bobby because you think when somebody comes out of jail, they're supposed to drop the hardest. They're either supposed to go a T.I. route, which is very rare mm-hmm. for that to work, or... They had to drop the most gangster shit ever. Cause like they had to damn near be like, I told the D suck my dick. Yeah, you like he need to, he need to, he needed to come out with that T Grizzly energy. Yeah, and unfortunately, as somebody that checked his tracks when he was first dropping, the first shit was a six minute freestyle, and I don't know what that nigga was talking about. Damn, and like the fresh out freestyle is very important. Very to get important. right. And I was like, all right, here's because before he went in, he had he had the streets. He had fire, my nigga. Cause oh, hot nigga, you ain't gonna talk about. He still had Bobby bitch. I remember when Bobby bitch dropped yeah. screen. Well, it's hard too. Yeah. He had computers, obviously. Like Bobby bitch to this day is one of the few things that has a gospel remix, and I like the gospel remix. Yeah, that Jesus hit. <laughs> For those that want to know, check it out. Jesus hit. Yeah, that shit hard. You know what I'm saying? It was just, it was just a good all around song. And I'm about to catch the Holy Ghost. Yeah. He had he had the energy like bro he get out it's gonna be crazy and I just knew it and what made it even worse was when his home when Roddy Rebel came out Roddy Rebel kind of even though he kind of chilled too mm. the, he did release a few tracks to hold us over and them them shits were sounding amazing you know what I'm saying now somebody had listened to his album the album was good it wasn't great but it was good I'm excited for you know I'm excited for him to drop more stuff mm. you know what I'm saying so we'll we'll see how that goes but it, it, it wasn't it wasn't disappointing. You know what I mean? But as far as Bobby Schmurda, he actually did release the EP, and I really haven't listened to it because I'm actually knowing that he's probably not going to drop the stuff that I want from him. And it makes it weird because he's already not the best rapper. So mm-hmm. he kind of had, all he had was violent energy and vibes. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to be weird, but as far as like just famous-wise, he stays in the tablet because he just has a that personality. Like I guess now he can he can like fully leave the streets alone so he can be extra in these interviews and all energetic and whatnot. I just saw a video, I just saw a video of him um, meeting Glorilla. And of course, you know, he had his nieces with him. And as soon as he met Glorilla, he was like, oh, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> he just an infectious dude and, and people like that. So he does always have good energy. Yeah. So he'll, he'll find something to be all right. You know, when he's not beefing with NBA young boy, you know what I'm saying? But he'll, he'll be okay. Mm. His music might not be the big thing. I will say though, the only songs I really liked from him since he came back was, um, was it? Um, Shmoney. The only thing that's unfortunate about that is the song that features features Roddy Rebel and um um Quavo, and I think the beat is made by Tay Keith. And when I tell you Bobby Shmurda is my least likable thing about the song, you know what I'm saying? Respectfully though, respectfully, because he carries the energy. Because even when he went on the um the Gilly podcast, 
it was lit then too. He's in there playing the song. I saw I, I mean, that clip. I know that clip. Yeah, yeah like so he he brings the party. So he he just you know he's I guess he's more of an energy now than than the artist. Which hey, we in the day and age where niggas can make a real living off just being a vibe. Oh, and it, like I don't think it's a bad lane. Yeah, like right, he might hey he might need to go into the lane we talked about last week for Sweetie, yeah. where yeah. rap is secondary or you just don't do it no more yeah, and you, you find know. ways to make money being uh just being a a popular person and like just being a socialite yeah. finding ways to just be in stuff and when people still like your presence like yeah. you can be like blueface but just not toxic no not like blueface not, not like blueface no not not at all no oh, okay no maybe he can join t grizzly's you know grant the photo league league and whatnot you know what i'm saying be the be a gta and gs9 <laughs> I feel like he'd have too much fun doing that. <laughs> I mean, like, he'd have too much fun doing that. He would be like Soldier Boy. Cause Soldier Boy really like he'd be releasing music, but he'd really be on the game and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's true. But hey, shout out to Soldier Boy too. Hey Draco. Always. Um, and now, oh, also, when when is when is Designer gonna give up? Cause I you, you sent me that clip a couple of days ago, Designer dropping the freestyle. And it was bad. It was bad, and what made it worse is he tried to remix Timmy Turner, which Timmy Turner was fire as a freestyle when it came out. I ain't gonna lie though, I didn't like when I didn't like when it when it got a beat to it and it was a song. I didn't like it. I liked it I better as a freestyle. I felt like the rhythm was changed. The problem, the problem with good snippets is they kind of ruin the full song. Once you once you yeah. get a good snippet, you know, oh that's hard. But then yeah. the full song come together and you be like. Yeah, it doesn't it, it doesn't give that snippet energy. And to make it worse, designer didn't look like he was in good like he didn't look good. Like he looked like he needed a haircut. His hair he has a carrot top now. You know what I'm saying? He never had the best hairline. So he's just letting his shit at least his shit was like spiked up. Like it, it matched his energetic, you know, overly ad libbed, you know, energy he would have in interviews. Now this shit just sloppy looking he looks like he needs help even though i'm pretty sure he's not doing bad financially he did sell 20 million records with with, with panda mm-hmm. allegedly you know what i'm saying allegedly. i didn't check the numbers he said that but we know it went all kind of platinum though we know it was number one so he definitely sold some records you know what i mean but so i'm sure he's not really hurting for money but he just didn't look good and you're you, saying that he looked dusty he looked dusty mm. You know what I'm saying? He looked dusty. He looked dusty. You know what I'm saying? No, don't be don't be coming for 21, bro. Because you have you you. He has no. He has nothing to stand on, but he has one song. One and a half a song with Timmy Turner because there's nowhere yeah. near as big as Panda at all. And I'm and confident then, 21 got songs bigger than Timmy Turner. And you would like, I'm ops. Like, would I'm, kill, yeah, would yeah. Kill that. Like, I, I don't think 21 got something bigger than Panda. I'm not going to be like crazy. So, do, so does that, and what makes it worse is so, so it'd be songs that aged. So <laughs> if designer don't win with Panda, it's a zero. <laughs> <laughs> it's a zero. <laughs> like, it's, a, it's a L. You, know? you lose. Good day, sir. You feel yeah. me? Like, yeah. and we, you, you and I are the only niggas that like Outlet. So yeah. it's like, and I only like the first half of Outlet. Yeah, because that beat switch, that beat switch hurt, be hurting my, be hurting my heart, bro. Yeah, made you know no sense. Saying? Yeah, it is what it is. Side note, since we're, I think we're also uh, low for um topics here. I would just say we can make this quick. Absol is gonna drop an album called Herbert. Yeah, yeah, I saw he dropped another another video earlier today. I'm definitely down for that because we have kind of been on here saying like, where is uh Absol? Yeah, you are right. We've said that multiple times. You know what I'm saying? Absol was like one of he was like before TDE got big. Absol was like really the, yeah. their next up. He was finally eaten. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, hey, it, it is what it is. But you know, he's coming back, and I ain't gonna lie, I, I like the first joint that I heard. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm interested to see what this project happens because we, while we've been Absol fans consistently since, I feel like I haven't had a good, good, good project from him since Control System. You know what I'm saying? So I'm looking for this to like be something. I'm not trying to put too much pressure on it, but I am looking to, you know, be like, hmm, like what, why did I like Absol in the first place? You know what I'm saying? Like remind mm-hmm. me a little something. Cause all the other, everybody else in the cl- campus, Doing well, you know what I'm saying? Kendrick doing this. I mean, you know, even though he's separate now, but mm-hmm. Kendrick's still prospering. I'm I'm ready for another Schoolboy Q. Yep. It's like, school, you know, I know his life be going up and down, but as far as musically, 
Scuba Q ain't never fell off nothing. He's nope. He's kept consistent quality. Except for Crash Talk. Crash Talk was I, not as good as Blank Face. I did like Crash Talk. I think I'm also biased because I know um you you don't really like watching interviews, right? No. So I like watching interviews, and when he explains it, it kind of makes sense. Even though, yeah, it wasn't as good as Blank Face, but I understand his um his 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 plight. You know what I'm saying? When he's like, "Yo, I'm." I've only been like since setbacks or whatever. I've only been doing sold out shows, and I've been climbing, and climbing, and climbing. And then I dropped Blank Face, and everybody's telling me it's the greatest album I put out. But now my shows have space. Now I'm getting less money. Like, what's going on? Like, I'm mm. I'm confused. You know what I'm saying? So mm. now he's now he's like he's almost at a place with YG. Like you know when YG was like, there's no point in making good albums because it don't it don't it don't reach um good record sales he meant that shit because yeah. i did not like YG's <laughs> last project you know what i'm saying so now schoolboy q feels that way he's like well shoot getting good criticisms from the getting good reviews don't mean shit because it, it ain't it ain't equal in revenue and nigga i can't I, my daughter can't eat a good review <laughs> you know what i'm saying so yg's last project i really i really try not to talk about it bro i really do maybe he's just collab with mozzie again because that one was all right yeah yeah you know what i'm saying so but yeah, that's uh, that's that's definitely fortunate. But yeah, but we look forward to a new um Absol project. Always. Whatnot. So we're also looking forward to this weekend, Smack Volume Ten. This weekend, um, you'll probably won't watch it, but I will. So we're gonna give our predictions. Are you ready? Let's do this. So Flair Soul versus Foots. I know you don't know neither one of them because they're Crucible guys. So I'm gonna go with Saflair Soul. I don't expect you to say anything. Next, Loso versus T Top. Who versus T Top? Loso versus T Top. Why are you acting like you heard that man's name? My ears rejected his name. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just go with T Top. I'm gonna just, I'm, I'm gonna chill with, with, I'm gonna chill on Loso. You stay disrespected, Loso, right? I just haven't been impressed at all. Like, I don't even. I think he's the new JC for me because I don't Damn. get it. Damn. I don't, I don't get it. Respectfully, I don't get it. But so I, like, I feel like the only time I was ever impressed by him was when he was teaming with A-Ward. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, on his own, I haven't seen And I'll, But I'll give him credit, too, because maybe I've only seen bad performances or I've seen him go against people that was prepared for his ass. Mm-hmm. Like when he went against New Jersey Twerk. I can't hold that against him because New Jersey Twerk, That's that nigga it. just didn't like him, bro. It's just, bro, when you go against He twerk, was prepared. Yeah, like, when you go against a prepared twerk, bro, you know what it is. Like, yeah, that nigga, I ain't gonna lie. I would take it personally. If I knew New Jersey twerk, like, I would take it personally. I'm like, so you mean to tell me, for me, you had to, you knew all the rounds, though, right? Mm-hmm. All right, my nigga. Nah, nah, I don't, even, don't, don't even talk to me no more, nigga. Like, that's fucked up that you did that. You came prepared. Who the fuck does that? <laughs> you know what I mean? A-verb versus shotgun shook. Oh, also in that battle, I also had T Top. By the way, I forgot, I forgot to say it. Aver versus Shotgun Shook. This one's gonna be a little tough because uh, Shotgun Shook is getting better, and um, Aver is not. So <laughs> you ain't lying. Aver is just out here not eating meat and and just just being misogynistic like a motherfucker. Like, but Shotgun Shook, like you said, is getting better. Like Shotgun Shook has been really good in his last couple performances. Like, I just want to. I want him to go against. Well, he's already went against Lux. That's that's fucked up. I would want him to go against somebody that could really use that angle against him really well, like the fact that he um, it's a thing that he's he doesn't respect women or he you know he's disrespectful to women type shit. Mm-hmm. I would love I would love for somebody to really like drill that shit into him. Pause. You know what I mean? But other than that, because I don't think Shotgun Sugar would do it. Shotgun Sugar is really just gonna be good for the shit that Shotgun Sugar comes with. Mm-hmm. But um, I would I would give it to Sugar. I'll give it to Suge. I I I also give it to Suge. Mm. Rum Nitty versus Fonz. This one's gonna be interesting. It will be interesting. This will be interesting. I definitely know Fonz is gonna shove um, Rum Nitty because he's small, and Fonz loves uh, shoving niggas. Um, but I don't know. It that's a toss up right there. I I want to give it to Rum Nitty because I feel like Rum Nitty, even though he's He's not so much on his A game. I feel like like he used to be. It's still like an A minus or a B plus. Like he mm-hmm. still is there. Like he, there's not even a fall off. He's just he's not on fire like he used to be. You know what I'm saying? But I think it's because he's so consistent. Kind of like how when we talk about Av, 
where yeah. Av is so consistent that we really didn't do anything wrong. We just don't get as excited no more because it's like, he gonna go in there and do what he do. Or even like a Geechee Gotti, you know what I'm saying? Like, Geechee's pretty consistent. Even even Geechee slouching is still pretty good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, unless, unless you know, he's battling in New York versus Mook. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it wasn't even bad. He just... The stutters and the the overly biasness of niggas just loving the nigga in a white tee and do rag, quoting Pop Smoke. Ain't even baby on listen to Pop Smoke, bro. If you probably didn't, I, I knew it was real when he was quoting Pop Smoke and niggas was getting hype in the crowd. Like nigga, like what? I bet you, yo, anybody that, and I hate to say this, anybody that's really a deep diehard fan of Murder Mook, like how the crowd was, don't listen to Pop Smoke. They don't. True. You know what I'm saying? Pop Smoke was a great artist. You know what I'm saying? Made great music. But I will even admit, as a Pop Smoke fan, he wasn't lyrical. He just had good energy and good mm-hmm. beats. He had a different sound, all that. So when you, you're a Murder Mook fan, Murder Mook was lyrics, bars, battles. Mm-hmm. Pop Smoke ain't battle nobody, my nigga. You ain't going to tell me that you, look, you ain't going to tell me you know, you know Murder Mook and Sirius Jones word for word, and you also know Welcome to the Party word for word. It's just he became... His passing made him more of an icon than his music had him being in the city already. It did, and it's unfortunate because it's also led to a bad album. Because that last shit, we finally got it. The first album was pretty good. He did enough to make it a good album. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Rest in peace. But that that last shit, Faith, it, it just sound, it sounded like an album that was made by everybody else but Pop Smoke. Mm-hmm. With just Pop Smoke vocals on it. Which, you know, it, it's bound to happen. You know, what... what what, what what can a nigga do? You know what I'm saying? He was only here for so long and you know what I mean? Nigga nigga died like a month after his second tape. So, you know, rest in peace of Pop Smoke. But yeah. So who you got? I got What are you talking about? Um, Rum Nitty <laughs> versus Fonz? Okay, I got Rum Nitty. I got Rum. I want to say Rum, but I feel like Fonz might get an upset. I don't know why I'm saying this, but I'm going to just say it. I'm going to say Fonz. One. Fonz would be the one to do it. I would. I, I. I'm not even mad at that take. I feel like Fonz. Fonz could pull this one out. Last but Fonz. not least, Charlie Clips versus Calico. I'm giving it Charlie Clips. Yeah, I think we all are. Because even if Calico shows up and does well, like I feel like Charlie Clips can still like just take the energy out of the room, being funny. Yeah. And he has everything. And like we say this all the time, it really all depends on which Calico shows up. Yeah. Because there's some days where Calico really is like a top tier nigga. Like, y'all, he actually cared about this battle. For sure. And then there's other times where he was just there for the check. Yeah, the times he just, he ain't, he ain't heavy pressed on it. Yeah. He, he don't need to be heavy pressed on nothing. <laughs> uh, I'm going to keep it battle rap and then we're going to end it. Okay. Ichigati recently was on Uncle Ra's talk show. Uh, mm-hmm. And Uncle Ra was just asking him about all the niggas who popping up now in battle rap claiming different sets and shit and how Geechee feels about it. Oh yeah. I didn't look at the clip, but I saw like the picture of the clip. Yeah. So Geechee was like, yeah, bro. I don't really like that shit either. Cause like, he's like, it's very few niggas like that are really from the sets or like who was doing it and was always doing that. Like he like, he's mentioned like niggas like Arsenal, Arsenal been talking about being grape street since forever. Like it's not nothing new there. Yeah. He has always been his thing at the most. Literally since like grind time days, I didn't really see him talk about it too much in the lines then, mm. but it was pretty still early in his career when it was mm. like all, all of a sudden that purple flag was was evident, mm. and he also got in situations over that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not, or whether it was a over it or or involving it, like he had to he had to stand he had to stand on that shit. Mm. So you know you, you got to respect it at a certain point. Mm. You feel me? And then, um, so Gishi was saying, he's like, he's like, bro, he don't really like it. And he, he really doesn't understand why all these niggas being here, like fake set claiming and shit, or like trying to, trying to get clout. He said the same feel like some people feel like they got to do it just to make their raps and stuff more believable yeah. or to like get people to like really vibe with them and get their energy. And he was just like, it really is pointless. He's like, no, cause if niggas would listen to me, like I talk about this shit, but I don't be glorified. Like the Gigi said, if you hear me rap, this shit shouldn't sound cool to you. All I talk about is niggas dying to go to jail. Like, why would you think that's cool? That's what it is, because that's what it be. That's when you know it's real. Because a lot of niggas try to glorify the shit. But, and a lot of niggas don't even be believing. Like, like niggas like, like B-Dot, 
I believe him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because he's actually, because he he's actually from it. Like, yeah, because like, Gigi, Gigi was like, yeah, bro. Like in California, gangbanging is a culture. Like in, in other places, it's not really a culture. So like, you don't really have to be doing these things. Yeah, like in in, in Cali, like you you will grow up into it. Yeah, you to the point your your family might not treat you the same because you if you decide not to bang a set. Yeah, name. like and I or they might protect you because they're like, oh, he gonna be different. He going to college. He going mm-hmm. to school. So, and you still gonna be protected, but at the same time. You still gonna have to deal with the politics because mm-hmm. guess what? The ops know who you related to, mm-hmm. or the ops know who you hang with, or they know where you from. Because that's what niggas ask you. Where if you, you need to know anything about it, listen to Kendrick's first album. Yeah, you know so what I'm saying. And because like, because really, the interview was just Uncle Rob was just trying to get Gucci to explain it because Uncle Rob was like, you know, I'm older, I'm a little, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just confused. Why is everybody doing this? All of a sudden, everybody's like talking about it. And he's like, and how do you know if somebody's a real or a fake gag member? Because it's everybody's playing these random sets. He's like, he, like yeah. Uncle Rob was like, I don't know where half the stuff came from. He's like, bro, I've been in this business a long time covering battle rap. <laughs> I don't remember none of these people saying these things until recently. It's like a couple of years ago. I hate to say it. We talk about it over here. We don't know. We don't know where T-Rex being a crip came from. Nope. We don't know when Lux had a whole squad of bloods behind him. All this that time. was like, so weird, my nigga. Like, that was so. And then I didn't know where New Jersey twerk came from being the blood. Now it happened a while ago, but I still remember when I saw it, I was like, huh? Yeah. I was confused, my nigga. Like, so I don't be, I don't be understanding. I really don't. And yeah, so Geechee was just breaking it down for Uncle Rod. Like, yeah, bro. Like some people, they be from a set and then they move and they start a new set. But, but he did, he did break down some ground rules. He said, but niggas can't just start a crip set somewhere and say, yeah, we crips. He's like, it has to have the history of an original set. He's like, you yeah. can't be in Kansas and be like, yeah, we crips now. He's like, nigga, what? You're not connected to no original shit. Like, yeah. you don't have no history. He's like, it's a history to all of this. And all these niggas, they don't be, they don't really be involved in it. They just want to say it. They don't really be knowing the history. They don't be tapped into the actual culture of it. And then he even, he even was like, they're not even really involved in that the, the community parts like it was supposed to be. And then Geechee, Geechee even kind of disowned it because he, he said, he's like, bro, it's really, he's like, the gangs is not even what it was supposed to be no more. It was supposed to be like For a sure. protecting your community, helping out your, like, your peoples and everything and protection. He said, and it's really not even on that no more. At so. All. I don't even understand why people want to do it unless you really didn't have a choice. Like, like, and I, I appreciated that he like Kept admitted, it real. yeah, like he admitted, like, nah, bro, this shit really not cool. And I don't, he's like, I don't get why people want to do it no more unless yeah. you really didn't have a choice. That's why I only believe in. Uh, it's hard to believe niggas that really be like trying to glorify the shit, like, because most of the time the niggas that are really from it, even if they rep it, they downplay it. Like mm-hmm. Schoolboy Q, we know he's really Hoover, yeah, but he's not in every verse saying Hoover. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like he. Like it'll, it'll come up because mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's his past, mm-hmm. but he's not trying to. He's not. Try, you don't see. There's no music video of him and the, and the homies. You know, saying with flags all crazy. Even one video where he has where he does like a um a not an origin story because it wasn't. It was it was a story story. But like for blank face, mm-hmm. even in that, niggas could have been all flagged up, but you ain't see one flag in the shit because it yeah. don't got to be that. Yeah, he you don't. Really... I'm not trying to rep my hood on this shit. I'm telling the story. Yeah, he don't really be overdoing it with the hoover stuff he really don't yeah and i ain't gonna lie sometimes that, that shit get on my nerves because we could have got a, a nipsey and, and school with you song if they if their hoods wasn't beefing mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because there's a lot of collabs that just won't happen because just politics for sure for sure you know what i'm saying so that that should be that should be cr- or even 21 savage like you know in the songs i'm a real right blood and then these days he's he don't even say he a blood mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and whatever politics happen behind that i don't need to know but when niggas is really from it they don't be trying. They don't be trying to do too much to claim it. They don't. They don't have to do all that. Get you saying that too, bro. Kendrick could have came out and said he was a blood, damn near, because mm-hmm. all his homies is bloods. Mm-hmm. Even afterwards, when you see him on the noisy documentaries and stuff, he's around his blood homies. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He like niggas like Boogie, Westside Boogie, who's like a real blood, mm-hmm. also blood, but he don't go out of the way to claim it. Most of his songs be about girls and emotions and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Fly shit. Yeah. He don't, he don't be trying to be banging on the set all the time. Like, only nigga you know? who does it in a silly way, I probably think it's like Vince Staples. Vince yeah. Staples talks about being a crip a good bit, but he he so he try he tries to have fun when he talks yeah. about I don't know. Like it's it's, it's just slightly different. Cause I feel like he does it ironically. Cause yeah. he'll, he'll he'll do it in the way of like, I don't understand why 
why we we on songs every day gang banging talk about violence and then niggas get surprised when some violent shit happen yeah i don't understand you know what i'm saying like i put it in my songs but i'm not gonna i'm not in the streets doing other shit I, I did it. It's the past. I'm gonna mm. leave it in the past. I'm trying to get money, my nigga. Like that like, nigga's tripping. Yeah, like like he. I need he a sprite check, my he nigga. He does. He does it in a funny way. Like I mean, yeah. like that. But when he did, he went on um Kenny Beats show. Kenny yeah. Beats is the police. <laughs> <laughs> he was like when Kenny was making the beat. He's like, man, Kenny, you you don't know how to act. You don't know how to act on a crib, do you? <laughs> This thing, this thing was hilarious too, bro. Oh no, when when when, when his, him and his girl was there, he was like, "Hold on, bang on the camera one time." Yeah. <laughs> up the set, niggas niggas blurred the shit out. Yeah, but that's had like, that he did blur it out. Like, yeah, that shit was funny as hell. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, like, but even yeah, even like that. You know what I mean? Like Vince Stables, which you know, I gotta listen to his last project because I know really good. Yeah, because I know he. He's finding that good balance because I know there's there's been sometimes he's been very hit or miss with me. Mm-hmm. I've always liked his more violent stuff, like the the first EP he did was mm-hmm. Hell Can Wait. But I feel like, and I really feel like he's top tier when it comes to speaking that crip shit. Mm-hmm. But he also is not trying to be out here banging, so like he may try to do other shit. I feel like now he's finding the balance of like he can talk that crip shit, but it will be a melodic song mm-hmm. that isn't aggressive and you can do a spread commercial with it. Go exactly. ahead, get that commercial money, my nigga. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Keep doing that shit, my nigga. Shout out to Vince Stables. We need it. Have we ever done it? We need to do an appreciation day for him. Okay. Uh, maybe the next episode. Whatever. I mean, you we got I mean? other stuff to knock out. You said you wanted to do the wrap off stuff, and then we still got oh, yeah. end of the year stuff to do. We do. We and, might. And do. then we still got these albums to review. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn. God damn. <laughs> That's going to be a Christmas present to our friends <laughs> at this point. But yeah, we might we might keep that stuff for the for the top of the year or some shit, but. But yeah, definitely. We definitely got it. We got we got um run up some some lists too. Okay. I was thinking about having my homie join us for that, just to have a third opinion. You know what I mean? For sure, for, why not? Because that's pretty quick and easy to do. Just lists. You know what I'm saying? Because he has a different, he has kind of a different ear too. So he might put us onto some shit. Okay. You know what I mean? But, <clears throat> but yeah, that's I think cool. that would pretty much cover the news topics. Yep, that's it. Um, one thing I'll mention real quick. I'll just look up uh, Drake and, and BFB the Pac-Man. Apparently, Drake gifted him some sneakers as weight loss um, motivation. You know what I mean? So, as a podcast that supports BFB the Pac-Man, and we remember the song that BFB uh, Pac-Man had saying that I need Drake on the song, even though that song did not sound like Drake would have got on that shit. No. I'm just glad that Drake is acknowledging what like shoes Pac-Man. did he give him as weight loss motivation? I, what, what weight loss shoes? I'm confused. I'm about to look. I'm about to look right now. We're gonna see. And there's a video for it. In there. I, I'm 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 confused by this the concept. Maybe I'm just not getting it. So he's saying he bought him the shoes and was like, "Don't wear these until you lose weight," type of thing. But what does you mean he got them as weight loss motivation? So I guess um here it is. He also posted a clip on Instagram with the caption: "One of the greatest uh champagne poppy sent me his shoes and gave me motivation to keep working out man thanks so much i started from the bottom for real okay and to get love from one of the greats is major so i guess uh drake has a uh nocta nike air force ones yeah he has a he has a shoe yeah they're set to be released this week so i guess he got those um as a uh as a motivation to lose weight now which, now i understand which it makes sense because as a, as a fat nigga i will tell you um especially air force ones uh, one of the tragedies that happens being a big man is your shoes will lean. So your shoes can be brand new and they will get wear and tear much faster because you're a heavy set fella. Mm-hmm. I'd be jealous of some of y'all niggas that be like slimmer and your, your shoes beat up, but the shape is still there. My nigga. So they, they still look all right. You know what I mean? But I come through with my shit. My shit's clean. But when, when the shit stretched on the side, my nigga, it depends on the ain't, shoe. Ain't, ain't fucking with it. There are some shoes that they sell them wide, wide versions. But like most, yeah. that's not for like most sneakers. Sneakers don't come in yeah. wide versions. Because the only ones that really work with that are probably like maybe Jordan threes. Mm. But even as somebody that has the fours, like I, me and my homie bought the same pair, and though I wore mine's more, his still looked clean, had some bend ups, but it still retained the same shape because he's not as big as me. So it it really fucks up like the swag. You know what I'm saying? When you, when your shoes is leaning, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I completely I get everything you're saying. But you know what I'm saying? When you when your sneaks start leaning and your heat start breaking and your heat start working, I'm rob me a person. But it's also a thing of like your foot's probably flat. And I have flat feet too. But when I see a shoe has a wide version, I immediately buy the wide version because yeah. I know I'm flat footed. 
I think just, also being, be more comfortable. Being heavy and flat footed also made me go towards high tops more because when your shit's low top, that shit look crazy. Because then not only does it look, it ain't like when it's high top, it spreads wide. It's just like it has hips. Mm-hmm. But when that shit low top, now this shit look like it's deformed. Now you, mm-hmm. you're tricking shoes walking around like this. That shit look crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I remember, I remember when I had my first pair of Air Forces and they were fake. And mm-hmm. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I thought flea markets sold real shoes. Mm-hmm. Nigga, the first week I wore them shits in high school. Nigga, after the first week, them shits had a mouth on the side, my nigga. I was like, oh, not the first pair. Not the first pair, my nigga. Oh, that shit was tragic. Damn. And I was still... When I tell you I was still trying to wear them shits because they still was kind of clean, I would try to wear them shits, but I would, be my, I would have my feet really, really close so nobody would see the freaking flap on the side. Shit crazy, man. Go out there and get money, man. Stop being broke so you don't got to live this this life that we've lived. Word. Shit sucks. It's not, it's not for the week. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> for real, for real. But yeah, I think that will conclude, um, that will conclude uh, our uh, news topics. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You want more news topics? Google them or just search Kanye. Whenever he wants to, he becomes a walking a walking website, damn near, of, of articles. This week's battle is a riot battle. Uh, riot just at DG League. Oops versus Sharon. I chose this one because we haven't watched the Sharon battle in a while. We also haven't watched the Oops battle in a while. I got you trying to give props to the white man. Yeah, I just wanted to mix it up some. And this is what we got. Um, overall opinions of the battle before we get into it. I This battle was a little underwhelming for me. A little bit, yeah. A little underwhelming, especially the names involved because we we know both of these people get busy. Yeah. So it was it was a little underwhelming, but, um, but it wasn't a disappointing. Nah, it wasn't a bad battle. It just felt... Nobody did anything wrong. Nobody choked or nothing. It just felt like... It was just it cool. It could have been better. Yeah, it, it was just cool. It wasn't no instant classic or nothing, you know? Yeah. It's like watching Goku fight, but he, but he just only goes Super Saiyan 1. And you know he got four of them shits. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, I nigga, nigga might even pull out the Kaioken again. Yeah. <laughs> nigga ain't going Kaioken in a minute. Like, once he went he Super Saiyan... He did? Yeah, he, he brought Man, it back I'm, in Super. I'm so behind. I really got it. Yeah, you are. I gotta, because it looks good. Like as somebody that really was confused with GT, and I was like, something is missing. So, like when I started to watch Super, I was like, I almost feel that old feeling back as a grown ass man. Because Super, something's right, something's good here. Because Super, they brought back a lot of things from like actual Dragon Ball and like early Z. Yeah. So yeah, he was he 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 brought the Kyle Ken back for a little bit in yeah. Super because Kyle Ken, he was to turn red and shit. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. Then that that makes sense then, because I was always confused. I was like, "Why he red and then he blue?" I'm like, "I thought he is that is that a form of Super Saiyan?" Because the hair. Ta- all right. Like, so here, here's how they explain: Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan, there is the red one. Mm-hmm. Then he has the second one. That's when he turns blue. That makes sense because I ain't gonna lie. When with, with with the golden hair, it just I never knew the difference between one and two. It was too close. I never knew until the video games. Then when you had the electricity crackling, that's how you know it's two. It ain't enough. Cause <laughs> there'd be so much shit going on. And I, I feel like it's always electricity crackling, but I, I, I guess so. Only time I would know was like the times he would like be in Super Saiyan mode, but just would you be casually walking around? Yeah. yeah. Which that's a low key flex. Like he's just like, I'm just powered up for no reason. Yeah. I'm going to the grocery store. I don't feel like having my hair. I, I feel like gra- I feel like saying fuck gravity when it comes to my hair. Yeah. You know what I I'm know saying? exactly what you mean. But yeah. So yeah, into this battle. So starts off with Oops. Oops didn't even finish his introduction. Let's, <laughs> let's, 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 let's start there. Lush one had just finished introducing Sharon. Sharon's like did an introduction. And then Lush said, Battler to my left. And Oops just starts rapping. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't talk about who's going first. Nigga, nigga, nigga said, my, my coin game crazy. <laughs> I, I noticed that. I was like, nigga, you didn't even, he didn't, this was the introduction. It wasn't the start rapping part. Uh, some, sometimes niggas just be doing that shit. Niggas say, I'm I'm here to rap. I'm not here to tell people who I am. You know what I mean? So, yeah, he's, he, I feel like Oops started really scrolling. He started scrolling. Um, the N-word alliteration lines were good, where he just kept using N-words. That was strong. Yeah. The Paw Patrol line was funny. He's like, it was. That I, fucked, it's fucked up so much. My kids can't watch Paw Patrol. I, I appreciated that one. That, that, that was, was funny. That was good. 
made it out the fire like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego was hard. Yeah, that was fire. Good old, good old Bible bar. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. We appreciate those over here. Yeah, especially since he's in the that horseman group with A Ward and Loso in them. Yeah. So it makes sense. Um, I think overall his first round was good. I yeah. will say that it was good. Yeah. Sharon came out real chill. Talked about all the rappers he can kill. He had good energy though. Yeah. The lion and flying part was silly where he had, if I'm lying, I'm flying. And he had his mans pick him up because he knew what he was saying wasn't true. That was silly. But I didn't hate it. What made it worse is I was doing something when that happened. And I already, I wasn't even looking at the screen. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Yes. His I'm man pretty sure. picked him up. Because I was like, I'm lying, I'm flying. I'm like, I know his man's picked him up. Yes. And he was like, you was a fucking clown. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm not mad at that. You know, the guy, you know, the, the point is to use use his shit against him. Yes, so, exactly. And uh, he had a bar about Antifa I thought was good. But other than that, his first round, I think it was good as well. Mm-hmm. So coming out of the first, I had it pretty even. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't really have no direction I was going after the first. Um, I was leaning a little towards Sharon. You was leaning towards Sharon? I was okay. leaning a little towards Sharon. The round two, Hoops came out with the rebuttal about the black man lifted him up. Mm-hmm. That was that was that was a solid rebuttal. Mm-hmm. Then he started recording him to start a white people pipe of scheme bar thing. I was like, all right, I saw that coming. It was it was all right. Yeah, and then like the rest of his round, the only other part I enjoyed was when he did that scheme of MTV shows. Yeah, and other than that, I was like, all right, this round is whatever. Yeah, it was it was a little too much. Like it. You gotta know your audience, and I feel like that wasn't the audience to do the Black Lives Matter or you know, I'm against a white man, so I'm gonna white man him to death type shit. Like, but it's like it's, it was kind of expected from Oops, but it was just all right, bro. You ain't got nothing else to talk about. It's kind of like yeah, the same it, thing. Like if if he was battling B dot, B dot would have did the same thing. B dot B dot would have talked about how how white he was for three whole rounds. Yeah, but I feel like it it works in certain environments and certain times, but like it, this ain't this ain't one of them. This ain't mm-hmm. one of them times. Yep. So I, I feel like overall round two was like a step below round one. Yeah. Then I feel like the same thing with Sharon. I feel like Sharon's round two wasn't that impressive either, in my opinion. Um, he had like a decent scheme about California towards the end. He had good energy and flow and all that, but I don't know. Nothing about his second round was crazy to me. I just did like how he wasn't bothered by the whole by you know Oops is a uh, uh, Black Lives Matter. Verse. Oh yeah, because he, he has, wasn't bothered at all. He has no reason to care. He's yeah. Jerome. Like everybody, like he's like he's 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 solidified in the in the in the in the community enough that he don't really got to worry about stuff like that no more. Yeah, nobody really had nothing to call him out on. And I feel like if he would have, if he was like that, it would have been called out because he 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 done made some mistakes now. Exactly, he done made some mistakes, but he he's always been careful. He ain't do that shit, so like yeah. it it must not be a part of him. Yeah, you know what I mean. So in the third round, Oops was known for his very personal third rounds. Talked about his brother dying. Then he went to a really good wrestling scheme. I always appreciate those. Then he just talked about being black for the rest of the battle. <laughs> yeah, and it was it was like, all right, cool. And then I feel like Sharon just shitted on all that oh, shit. Oh yeah. This is this shitted on all that. This is this. This is what made the battle spicy. Yeah. So now where at the end we just like our right, Sharon just gotta end this battle so we can stop watching it. Sharon decided to use his third to <laughs> make Oops look crazy. Crazy. So Sharon's third was all about how Oops Oops is like a politician in real life. Mm-hmm. How Oops had apparently been stealing money from his constituents, Whew. and Sharon had all the receipts. It was like a couple hundred thousand dollars. Missing this, the apparently oops needs to pay back. Called him out. That's a lot of money. Yeah, and he was just like, yeah, like called him out, like, bro. You a fake activist? All your shit fake. You fake, fake. You so fake that when you like, you apparently you really wasn't really going to commit suicide because you gave the wrong suicide hotline number. Yeah, he, yeah. I was like, oh, and then he said, uh, uh, was it then? Um, the um, the host nigga had to put a disclaimer on yeah. that shit. Oh, ARP. That's yeah, the ARP. ARP had to put a disclaimer on it. Like. Saying it was the wrong number. Oh, like, he was he made that he made him look crazy a little bit. It like, was just such a it was just such a good angle of like you had him you called him out for being for fake activist and trying to talk about faking suicide like while he was trying to be activist in his yeah. verse. Oh, oh man, it all, bro. When I tell you like like 
like like a salad, you gotta address that, my nigga. Yeah, you gotta address man. that. And Oops just had to stand there drinking his water, acting like he wasn't phased. But nigga, and I ain't gonna lie, I feel like he was phased too, cause like that that like you know how niggas usually when they as soon as they finish rapping they start dapping up. Mm-hmm. That they had like three seconds of space, like they had to they had to think about that for a second. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, let's not look awkward. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah, he ooh he dug into that boy. Mm, he, it was. He, I feel like that is what gave him the battle, in my opinion. I feel like Sharon's third, in my opinion, is what ended up giving him the win for me. For sure. But, I I think so too, but I do feel like I feel like Sharon had a little more confidence just because it was like I feel like while Oops was trying to go with the Black Lives Matter versus, I just mm. feel like the room wasn't for that. So it was just a room full of confused white folks. It was like that moment where you try to educate white folks and they're just like. I don't get it, but I'm just gonna let you get your shit off because I know some things are wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe I'll learn something. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So yeah, the oops guy. Though I did learn something though. I didn't know he had three O's in his name, I guess to signify him three O'ing people. Even though that's not what happened tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but you know. That was that was that was something clever that I thought uh realized. So but yeah. I guess we we'll go to the scores. Yeah, I have nothing to say about this battle. Yeah. Scores. The score. Crowd control. Crowd control. I give Oops a three. Okay. Sharon, I gave him a four. Okay. He definitely had, I feel like, more of the crowd love going on. It wasn't crazy. He didn't have the crowds, you know, it wasn't crowd surfing, mm-hmm. but he definitely had more. There wasn't crowd surfing. There wasn't. There wasn't acting like Mook was up there. Oh God! I, I, what, like, you know so what I thought about what's today the, too. What's, it, what's the new standard? Is it is it is it surf crowd surfing or is it mook? That might be mook. Mook. Mook, mook is a new standard. All right. Um, unfortunately, because that shit was crazy. All right. All I, I say is yo smack. Don't even. Don't you dare try to make a murder mook versus Cassidy. Don't do it. So first, I thought about that today. I was like, don't do it. Don't you do it. First round mook is is the new standard for. Crowd control at level five. I really don't even like. I don't like agreeing to this. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. It's, it feels like a lose lose. <laughs> but you pull up move post to be your man's though. Like, not 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 now, man. All right, so not with that shit, bro. That shit was so mid, and and niggas was niggas was so hype. He had Sirius Jones up there getting hype. Doing doing <laughs> niggas is thirty and up. Y'all y'all not sturdy no more. Niggas. Y'all ain't got the knees for it. Look, bro. You couldn't tell them niggas shit. I just, that was just, that they was, was crazy. They was mad. They was mad because Biggie died. The fact that we in 2022 and nigga can really use that in the bar and it gets reaction. I'm flabbergasted, my nigga. When he started to round off with that, I said, I know how this is going to go. I immediately, like, because I already yeah. knew, I knew it was going to yeah. be, but when you start your round off with some throwaway shit like that and the room is already. On your dick. It was, oh, it's over. It was certified at that point. Because I was like, for real? That's what we're doing? Really? All right. It's one of the moments where, bro, it's like, I was like, bro, I ain't even going to take notes no more. I was like, I, I know, I know what this is. It's one of the times where I don't even, I don't understand my own people because we be the hardest critics and yet the illest dick riders at the same time. <laughs> so I was like, I, I don't understand. Sometimes I don't even understand us, my nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, shit was crazy, my nigga. But it, so anyway. It is what it is. You gave Sharon a four. Yeah. I gave them both threes. I'm not mad at that. Delivery. Delivery, I gave Oops a three. You know, wasn't the greatest, wasn't the worst. Sharon, I gave him a three also, even though he was delivering better shit. But I you just personally, I just like I don't like his voice. Like that. I always hated his voice, but I try not to hold it against him and give him a lower score than that. Because mm-hmm. it works for him for the most part. You know, he's a corny white dude, so he his voice reflects it. Yeah, you know what I mean. If you ever want to know how somebody feels about him, just look at Sharon versus Ron. Yeah, Sharon. I'm I'm gonna watch a Ron podcast. I need him to just verbally say, "Yeah, I don't like Sharon." <laughs> I, I need him to say it because that, that's the energy I felt. I've never seen seen him be that aggressive with anybody. You know what I'm saying? But but yeah, uh, I give him both threes again. I'm not mad at that. Keeping it simple. Haymakers. Yep. Oops, I gave him a three. You know, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. Sharonda gave him a four because I felt like he was he was he was spitting some shit this time around, mm. especially that that third round. You know, even with Oops' third, it was it was like it caught me, but I still feel like he didn't really say too much, keeping it G real. You mm. know what I'm saying? He really didn't say too much. It just, you know, I was waiting for something amazing, and and it, it was just okay. 
Um, what's your scores? I gave Oops a three, and I gave Sharon a four. And I feel like Sharon got that four mainly off of the strength of his first round and his third round. Yeah. And because the third round was so strong, it's such a great angle so with, with with facts and so evidence. Spicy. I just had to. I, it, it just it stuck more than a lot of the things that Oops said. That's why I had to give him the four. That nigga kept the fouls. Yeah. Zone. So, I gave Oops a three, and I gave Sharon a four. Okay. I think it pretty now, much reflects everything just fine. I'm remembering something that we didn't mention during the battle. This crowd was ass because they kept talking and like the, oh, whole, yeah. the whole battle. Yeah, they kept having weird. to be like, yo, hold it down, chill out. Like the crowd would just kept talking the whole time. Yeah, that shit was weird. And then at one point there was, there was that, remember in the second, during Sharon's second, there was that loud ass grinding sound. They're like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, it was, I don't know what was going on with that crowd. And for once it wasn't Atlanta. Yeah, it wasn't. It, it wasn't, was not. It wasn't Philly. It wasn't the usual suspects. No, nah, it was not. This was a Cali crowd. I think it was in Compton. And usually Cali be one of the best crowds. It's crazy. But I don't know. Maybe it was just the bad batch came out. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was a bad day. Maybe Ain't it was hot. I don't know. Ain't no telling. I gave them both fours on this one. Uh, so overall, Oops got a 13 and Sharon got a 14. I gave Oops a 12 and gave Sharon a 15. Decent battle. Yeah, you know decent. Uh, decent. I think shit. if Sharon's third wouldn't have been as strong it wouldn't have been as enjoyable as that oh for sure for sure that kind of saved everything even though i, I did feel like sharon was out doing oops mm. it would have been kind of mid it would have been like like a c plus battle okay you know what i'm saying like it was like a little better than just passing like it wasn't bad but there was really nothing exciting about it either you know what um. I'm saying? like we just we just coasting i feel you we're that. just here so we don't get fined you know what i'm saying that's what it felt like i feel you that's going to do it for this week's battle. Uh, sure. Now we're going to get into our Artist of the Week. week. You want to go first? You want me to go first? I'll go first. Uh, so my first Artist of the Week, I'm going to say uh, Roddy, Roddy Rubble. I think his name is a tongue twister, but I've been kind of on that shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, Roddy Rubble. You know what I'm saying? Fucking with his shit. Um, also, I did. Did I say that I got to listen to the uh, the takeoff and um, um, Migos tape? But like yeah yeah we, we we talked about that okay yeah, i've been on that and i've really been on her loss of heavy the drake and the drake featuring 21 savage tape you know what i'm saying I've, I've been on that pretty heavy you know what i mean but mainly that i've really been fucking with that tape that tape is is, is really good to me okay you know what i mean but yeah who's your artist of the week badman my artist of the week is probably gonna be I'm torn. I'm only going to give one answer. And all right, I'm gonna say Joey Badass. I was gonna say Blast. I've listened to a bunch of Blast lately, but now nah, I'm, I'm gonna go with Joey Badass. Lately, I uh, finally got around to listen to the, his album 2000. Mm-hmm. Great. Great. Okay. Yeah. It's really, cool. really, really good. I'm glad you took a break from listening to Backstreet Boys all day. Yep. Mm-hmm. For sure. You're right. I definitely gotta listen to 2000 though, because it. Like, I was telling you when I was listening to so much Drill and Trap, and then like I listened to some of Chance the Rapper's new shit, and he's kind of getting back on his, like, rapper, rapper shit. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, this is why I like this thing called hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? So it it gives a good energy that's needed. You know what I'm saying? It'd be almost feeling like it feeds your soul a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Trap stuff is cool. Heavy 808s is cool. But sometimes that, that real music really, really speaks to your soul in a different way. Needed sometimes, so. Shout out to Joey Badass. Yeah. Also, honorable mention for one of the funniest songs that I can't stop listening to. It's not even a new song. Sada Baby has a song called 1955. Oh, God. That is hilarious to me. Oh, my God. Because he he'll, he raps and then he talk raps throughout the whole song. <laughs> so he'll be rapping one part and then he'll like start, you know, he'll start with a rapper voice and just be talking, but he'll still be talking in rhyme over the beat. Isn't it like it like it would just be mumbling in certain parts? It's a funny song, and I I listen to it regularly. I don't know why, but yeah, I I recommend y'all listen to 1955? that. Nineteen fifty five. Nineteen fifty five. I'm gonna check that. I got a video for it and everything. I'm checking that out. Yeah, but I think that's gonna do it for this week's episode. Hold on, podcast. Quan, where can they find you at? You can find me at multiple addresses because them niggas got me. 
fuck them. All right. But you can find me at S A Y Q U A N O A. I can't even spell my shit. I hate them niggas that took my shit, man. Yeah. Oh my God. But you can find me at S A Y Q U A N O N D A B E A T. That's Saquon on the beat. Find me on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? But the other shit is the same. It's S A Y Q U A N D. You know what I mean? Saquon D on all the other platforms that I'm rarely on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where the niggas couldn't steal them shits there to get the nope. shit that I actually be on. You know what I mean? And uh, if you want to get some beats from me, you can find me at S-A-Y-Q-U-A-N.BeatStars.com. You know what I mean? Highlight me. I got all kind of beats on there. I mean, any artists we mentioned here, I got some kind of shits. You feel me? So highlight your boy. Where can they find you at? If you want to holler at me, um, I, I, I like to keep it simple over here, you know. Uh, all my socials are the same at now bloodbath. Talk to me. I talk back. That's really about it. You know, I don't, I, I, I don't sell beats, so I don't, I don't have to give you that handle. He just sells feet pics. But anyway, I think that will conclude this episode. You know what I'm saying? Thank y'all for coming through here. You know what I'm saying? I hope you like, comment, and subscribe. Yep. You know what I mean? Highlight us. You know what I'm saying? The HID boys. You know what I mean? Closing out this year with, with some good old, good old content. Yep. You know what I mean? We're going to try to do what we can do. Get this shit out of here, you know what I'm saying, before we end this year. And we're going to do what we can do and just, you know, keep on living in the free world and do the do, loop do, do. Do, do. <laughs> Everybody remember to tell a friend to tell a friend. <laughs> tell a bitch to tell a hoe. Everybody remember to stop going holding down. <laughs>